Uh, great. Uh, how do we do this again? <laughs> Do-do-do-do. Welcome back to Cop Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. And I'm Errol Koenig. And I'm back! So am We're I. Back. But mostly yeah, well, Errol. yes. Yeah. As, I mean, we weren't podcasting for the last little while. Uh, not because of Ryan, but because of me. I got a job. Yay. Uh, but, you know, it's a job in the entertainment industry. Didn't want to do anything not kosher. Uh, but we back, baby. Yeah. We're podcasting. Freed from, freed from the shackles of the entertainment industry, Errol's back to give his hard-hitting takes on, you know, how or animation should be considered a proper movie format or something, yeah. I mean, pretty much, but I wouldn't call them shackles because I did really like my job. Um, and hopefully once all this quarantine stuff is over, we'll, uh, well, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, uh, cool. Uh, Ryan, you're quarantined. I'm quarantined. How's life? Uh, well, I'm getting to know these walls very well. Uh, mm-hmm. the ceiling too. Uh, let's not forget that one. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of holes in my ceiling and it's very fun to count. Oh, that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any holes in my ceiling, but I do have stars and they glow in the dark and they're really pretty. Oh, I put those in my room growing up too. Yeah. And by- yeah. Growing up, I I did do that when I was in high school, but we don't need to go into details. <laughs> but you know, it's fine. We all have our things. We all do what we want to do. Uh, yeah. But yeah, everyone is locked up at home, uh, going through some pretty tough times. I figured, is there a better time than now to give the people more content to listen to? Uh, yeah. Then you know, right now. So yeah. uh, let we're, what we're gonna do. Is kind of give you guys a list of all the stuff we're watching and want to watch, and by give you guys a list, we're just going to talk about what we're you know what we you know want to watch and like watching so, and what we've been watching so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, want to jump into it and. Uh, yeah. And yeah. So, so yeah, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, we we've been going mostly for the escapist theme uh Mm -hmm. nothing on my list on in in any category uh could be remotely serious um Mm -hmm. so we are very much uh doing our best to ignore our problems and uh put them off for another day as we are wont to do but yeah that checks out yeah uh at the top of our list uh for both my partner and i we are uh working through community mm, everyone's so favorite college based sitcom Community's where, um, great. yeah which is my first ever watch through and her like second i think but i am having a fantastic time and very much enjoying all the characters we're on like the third season now and i mm-hmm. predict we will rapidly run out of the rest of it yeah, I mean that. Get, it's reminding me of a show that I'm going to add to the list that I'm going to talk to talk about a little bit. All right, I'll talk about it right now. Um, but Community is great. Dan Harmon is so good at writing comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just very funny, and I enjoy everything he makes. Which oh, I don't want to have this be the first thing I'm picking. 
Let's not be like one of those people. Oh fuck. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I I'm I promise I'm not one of those people. I uh-huh. I think everyone can watch what they like. I don't think this is the greatest show of all time, and I don't think pickles are necessarily hilarious. I but knew it. Rick and Morty is a really great show. Dan Harmon, as we've been talking about, such a good writer. What I love about Rick and Morty mm-hmm. is that it's just really smart sci-fi scenarios that they just throw these characters in and they just play them out for like an episode. You live in that world for like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. It gets crazy. And it's just it's just really smart fun, you know, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It's I I I really enjoy it and the second the second half of their current season, I think season 4, 3, I don't fucking know. Um, I'm not that big of a Rick and Morty fan as I'm trying to uh, convince everyone. Uh, um, but the show's really great, and I know there's a half a season coming out soon. Uh, so nice. I'll be watching that, and I'm very excited for it. Um, but not like overly excited. If you don't like it, by all means, enjoy what you enjoy. I'll uh, enjoy what I enjoy. Um, and if you do enjoy Rick and Morty, however you enjoy Rick and Morty, I support you. I was trying to figure out what show you were leading up to, and I could not think of yep. it because, you know, Game of Thrones was off the air. It clearly wasn't that, mm-hmm. and I had could not remember what what TV show like people were, you know, people on the internet were angsty about. Oh, the worst, the worst, or near the top of the worst fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they're. I'm. I, I'm. I mean, not to go too quickly through this podcast, but I'm going to do another transition. Speaking of worst fans ever. uh, There are no rules. There are no rules. Um, Another show that I just started watching and I'm going to catch up on. uh, They just dropped a new season on Disney Plus uh, after a couple of years being off the air. Speaking of worst fans ever, I'm, of course, referring Mm -hmm. to Star Wars fans. Yep. They dropped a new season of the Clone Wars, so I uh, I started uh, like about a month or two ago. Um, slowly going through uh, Clone Wars. I'm through season one. Uh, I'm just really enjoying like the gritty Star Wars that we're getting. They're not gritty, but like nerdy. That goes into more depth rather yep. than you know just more surface level out. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. That's gets into the nitty gritty, not like gritty dark. Mm-hmm. That's not what we want necessarily out of Star Wars, but yeah, the Clone Wars is just getting all that, you know, crunchy Star Wars lore that, you know, you want. Same for Rebels. I'm going to get to Rebels after, um, but it's great uh, so far. And if you like Star Wars, like, watch it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, in in my experience uh, as just a human on the internet, I think... The, the subset of Star Wars fans that are Clone Wars fans are much better and much less uh, Rick and Morty than normal Star Wars yeah. fans. Yeah, there's a couple different branches of Star Wars fandom. There's the ones that grew up with the original trilogy and like say that everything after is shit. 
Um, which is almost true, uh, at least in terms of movies. Um, then there's the people that are, you know, defend the prequels. There's the people mm-hmm. that defend the new movies. And there's the group of people that don't think women should be the leads in major franchise movies. And they can go fuck themselves. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not <laughs> fucking anybody else. Ooh. Burn. Well, speaking of burning, uh, my next item on the list <laughs> is um, one of my old favorite uh, TV shows that I'm getting back into slowly mm-hmm. uh, because it is heavy on the secondhand embarrassment, but it is America's Worst Cooks, um, mm. which is just an absolute delight if you enjoy watching people learn um, the hard way again and mm-hmm. again, yeah, um, you know, and just watching people figure out what an onion is and things <laughs> like that. It's, it's very good background, dumb TV and the, mm-hmm. the hosts, the two chefs that they have every season who like lead it, lead their team. Are there new are seasons or good. are you going back into the, we're going back into the old ones. There are new seasons, but they're not on Hulu. Gotcha. So we're just rewatching old ones at the moment. I really wish they were because Alton Brown was on a new one, and I love Alton Brown. But oh, he's great. That one's not on Hulu. Yeah. He's like you if you cooked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's a great show. I haven't watched it in a minute, but uh, if they do get the new episodes on Hulu. I, I mean, I would 100% be down. Um, similar, I've been watching a cooking show, uh, the new season of Top Chef, going from the yeah. worst cooks in America to the best cooks <laughs> uh, in America. Um, they're doing an all, a season of, I guess, All-Stars. So if you've watched the show before, you'll recognize some of the names. Even if you haven't watched this, uh, the show before, you might still recognize some of the names because they have just ridiculous chefs on the show, like a bunch of James Beard Award winners. Um, Brian Voltaggio, who's like a pretty big deal in Baltimore, uh, in Maryland. Uh, he's like, you know, coming back. I think his brother won the season a couple years ago. He has, you know, he's just ridiculously successful. Um, among others, it's just a really great season and really enjoyable. And speaking of food and I like eating and I can't eat what I want because you can't order or you should be ordering delivery. But my mom's too neurotic to order delivery because she's worried that everything is contaminated. And when we do order mm-hmm. delivery, we have to cook it again so it cooks off all of the uh, coronavirus, which makes sense. And I'm all for, except for the fact that everything is now, like, overcooked and dry and burnt. So, Rip. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stick with the uh, the cooking show motif here. Um and also the Alton Brown motif was that uh, we're also watching Good Eats Reloaded, uh, which, for those who don't know, is a uh, redo, kind of. It's like the director's commentary slash redo of Alton Brown's original Good hmm. Eats show, where uh, in like the early 2000s, he was 
kind of like going through like here's the best way to cook a hamburger or how to make your own pasta and stuff like that and now he's you know 15 20 years later uh he's going back that one was kind of like a cult classic sort of thing for uh i guess a certain subgret subset of uh cooking show people but he's gone back and like redone it and uh you know updated it and been like i cannot believe i was this stupid or dressed that way or you know stuff like that so it's very fun he makes fun of himself very much but he's just a charismatic person uh, Mm -hmm. in general so yeah yeah. that sounds that sounds fun i i mean i i think not everyone but a lot of people are going deep into like cooking shows now Mm -hmm. because one either we can't get food or the only way that we can get food is by cooking it so they want inspiration um so you know i've been watching that i've been watching nailed it which is not good inspiration because they suck but that one's on it's my fun too yeah, there you go there you go um that's great i've been watching on facebook like binging with babish uh mm. which is just fun they he does like a a like a some food in a tv show mm-hmm. uh like your favorite like iconic meals or whatever i don't know I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like there's in is, any Is this the guy you sent us who made the uh the egg sandwich? No. From... But that also is important. Uh and yes. another movie that uh I w- probably wanted to talk about, although I forgot to write down the list of all the movies that I have seen already. So It's okay. I'll, whatever. I'll add it to my list. Um so yeah. we don't forget. We'll get back to movies, but uh, I did send Ryan a video of uh uh I sp- a sandwich from Birds of Prey, uh, specifically the egg sandwich that is made in the beginning, is just so good, and I want to eat it all the time. Yeah. So I attempted to make that one though, and you it did? did not turn out terrible. Nice. Yeah, with my limited cooking abilities and with my limited cooking supplies, didn't mess it up too bad. So. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that as a win. Uh, but no, binging with Babish. I think they did that egg sandwich as well. Um, but the person that made it in the video was the chef in the actual movie. That guy. Oh, really? Yeah. So cool. straight from the source. But uh, Bending with Babish just does it for everything. I think of an iconic meal from an iconic TV show or movie. I'm blanking on all of them right now other than that sandwich. But The, the chocolate cake from Matilda. Yes. Yeah. He does that. Nice. Uh, but, like, I mean, everything. Even, like... Uh, like made up stuff from like TV shows, like mm, weird combos. Yeah, yeah, green eggs and ham. But like, even like the bacon pancakes from Adventure Time. Uh, mm. What other? Just like weird combos of like ridiculous food that they have in some animated TV show because it'd be funny to include that much food uh-huh. on like a sandwich or whatever. And he does it. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been watching a lot of that. Uh, just because why not? I'm bored, but yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Any other cooking shows you're doing? I mean, I think nailed it. If you want to talk about that, that's the last of it. Um, yeah. for me, but that's just fun. Nicole Byer's great. No, yeah, I also um, yeah, heavily endorsed. Nailed it. Just for great. Uh, also secondhand embarrassment, but also. You know, it's nice to watch a cooking show where you're like, yeah, I'm actually better than that person. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just embarrassing when you watch it and there's someone that actually is not terrible. It's like, oh, and by not terrible, I mean better than me. Uh, I'm like, oh, wait, I I thought these were supposed to be like the worst of the worst. This, this person actually has some technique. What's They know how to use a knife? That's, what's a knife? Yeah. Whatever. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let me transition to not... Food not related, shows. not cooking yeah. shows. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it to f- leave it in the food related realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get uh, a little bit. I'm gonna go digital with this one. Um, so uh, the show's called Dimension Twenty. It is a D and D or Dungeons and Dragons uh, game done on the Dropout Network mm-hmm. uh, or the app or whatever. Uh, it's like a streaming service that's made with like college humor. Um, ah. and I started watching, um, a little while ago and they had the first season, which is, uh, fantasy high. So it's a bunch of high schoolers, uh, you know, but are all, you know, magical, fan- fantastical characters. But in high school, the second season was a bunch of, uh, villains and sort of was about the villains and their story or their journey. Mm-hmm. The current season is, uh, called a crown of candy it's a game of thrones style but instead of like people being people they're food oh my god so it's you know it, it's crazy because you know partially like the main characters are like a pop rocks king there's like some licorice twins that are rogues running mm-hmm. around doing crazy stuff there's a uh a warlock who is an easter bunny like a chocolate easter bunny uh, it's a gummy bear night. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's a proper candy land. Exactly. Uh, and the show's just really fun, and it's, like, really well produced, and the storytelling uh-huh. is honestly, like, some of the best storytelling around. Nice. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. this particular season is just getting started, so I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but, like, they just finished season two of uh, the fantasy high uh, story arc. And like, I'm not going to say I cried multiple times, but that would be true. Uh, it's, <laughs> I would be a lie. It's, you know, I, it, I did. And it was, it, it was just, I don't know why. And especially cause this is like, uh, it's a bunch of comedians, like comedic actors and like the DMS and other, like all of them are comedians but somehow they're able to like get to a place while like role playing this, like in this setting that just fucking gets to you. It's so good. Nice. Um, so yeah, that comes highly recommended by me. If you like D and D or watching other people play D and D, uh, it's just really fun. It gets weird and crazy all of the seasons. Uh, so I would recommend that. That sounds very cool. Yeah, D and D is definitely um on the rise in the world yeah. at this particular moment. Yes. Uh, I mean, so. I'm currently playing in, or I'm playing in one campaign. I'm writing my own story for uh, another campaign that I'm not going to say because there's a, a chance one of the four people that listen to this episode or one of the players, um, but it's going to be cool. I'm going to tell you about it once we get there. Uh, and like my little sister's going to start a campaign that I'm going to play in. And it's just, you know, we got the time. We're at home. Might as well 
like spend the time and yeah and play so it's great yeah and it's easy to do remotely yes very true very true yeah all right i got a couple other tv shows okay i want to throw out there there are 11 seasons of mythbusters uh which uh, all of which are on Hulu, and every single one of which is the greatest bit of television ever produced. Mm-hmm. So I will recommend that to everybody who likes blowing things up or uh, humor or, um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. There were a couple others on Netflix that I saw that I don't know if you had seen these or could recommend them. There was like an interior design competition one, um, which I might watch just because I really like critiquing and complaining about uh, design. Yeah. And so I'll gladly do that. And there was one that just looked like uh, British people like repairing old clocks and family heirlooms, which I will totally just Mm. Zen into as well and enjoy. Nice. Uh, So so those sound fun. I'll, so for the TV shows, another show that just came out on Netflix that I've been watching. Uh, there are some British people in it, but uh, the show's called Too Hot to Handle. Ryan, don't watch it. You would not enjoy it. Uh, I'm not even sure if I enjoy it. Um, I'm uh-huh. an episode and a half in, and it might be too hot to handle. It's a lot. The show was essentially, let's take the 10 horniest people put them on an island and say, we'll give you a shit ton of money if you don't fuck or kiss or touch or. <laughs> now I'm assuming because Netflix auto played this trailer on me and yeah. <laughs> what is definitely the most horrified I've ever been watching Netflix. Um, the, the trailer alone has several instances of people touching and kissing and uh, mm-hmm. doing their best to you know have sex through their clothes. Uh, I'm guessing not everybody does well at this. So again, I the first episode is just introducing all the the characters or whatever, whatever you uh-huh. want to call them, the people, uh, and they don't tell them until the end of the first day. So there's plenty of heavy petting, plenty of uh, people revving their engines, if if you will. Um, uh huh. It's a lot. It's way too much. And, uh, yeah. Then the second episode comes, they announce the thing. They announce the premise and, like, immediately, you know, one couple hooks up. Because, of course. Yeah. Sure. Why not? And then, you know, I guess this is where the fun of the show comes. Uh, Because they lose money, uh, they're like, well, let's tell everyone, you know, what happened so... They'll get mad, but not, like, too mad. We're not going behind their backs. They tell everyone, but the guy lied and said that she came on to him. And it was really, he was the one that initiated it. Uh, uh, and then they started fighting. But for some reason, everyone's believing the guy and not the girl. Uh, hashtag believe women. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's just so trashy. I, I mean... I'm probably going to keep watching it because, I, I mean, I don't know why. It probably will. Who's to say? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Wait, it's. So is it 
a big pot of money for the whole group if no one in the group does the stuff or so, is it each individual person i'm not exactly sure how they decide or determine the winner i mm-hmm. think uh the they like the winner gets whatever's left in the pot so mm-hmm. that's okay how that works I but think. by the by the couple hooking up they have reduced the pot that'll yeah, so be for the eventual winner. The pot okay. is a hundred thousand dollars. Them kissing was three thousand dollars. Gotcha. So it's ninety-seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's not to get too mathy. We did both go to Johns Hopkins. Maybe our viewers. Uh, I I make that joke not to condescend our viewers, but I'm making the joke because on the show, the guy that proclaimed himself as the accountant had trouble doing that math. (laughs) So if you're in the same boat as him, I know some excellent tutors reach out. Uh, You know, we're happy to help. It's not a shame to not know something just, you know, it'll be, you know, now's the time we're all at home time to improve ourselves. Uh, Mm -hmm. And some basic, you know, math won't hurt. Basic arithmetic. Yeah. This this episode of Caught Monologuing brought to you by Basic Arithmetic. <laughs> Helps you on reality TV shows. Yep, really does. Um, so mm-hmm. I, what else is on my list? Oh, speaking of reality TV shows, uh, The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart. Uh, I've been watching that, or the first episode of that. Um, I haven't decided what I think about it yet. Uh, so... I'll let you know. Uh, it seems like it might be good, but who's to say? Can I explain the premise real quick? Uh, yeah, so it's a new crop of people all in a house, um, kind of Bachelor in Paradise style where it's a mix of boys and girls. Um, the twist is they all are musicians. The, yeah, yay? And they give them guitars and pianos. Oh, and- no. Yeah, so and all the dates are around music, uh, and uh, there's apparently going to be like a big performance at the end. Are they good musicians? Some are. I mean, like they're not bad. They're all okay. Professional. It's not like it's not like they got like you and me to do it. Yeah, and no, just they're gave they're us at instruments. least somewhat established. Okay, like if. You know, they didn't go to school, like, to study, like, musical theater. They, uh, you know, already have a record deal or their dad's a famous musician or, Gotcha. Know. Like, they're all somewhat established. They're already, you know, they have their foot in the door, except mm-hmm. for the one person that's 21 years old. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Her foot's in the door, but it's, uh, whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. She's going to be listening to her heart. Doing what she can with it. So yeah, I've been watching that. The first episode was interesting, not as bad shit as too hot to handle. Um, right now, it seems like basic bachelor type stuff, but new people. So I'm still learning the characters, learning who they are, seeing who I like, seeing who I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will most likely have an episode of this podcast at the end of the season uh, with our longtime guests Esther and Sarah. So. That'll be fun. Uh, what other TV shows have I been watching? Um, oh, I'm looking forward to the new season of She-Ra coming out next month. 
That is... Oh, is that coming soon? That is coming soon, in about a month. Hell yeah. Uh, it's the next season, also the final season of the show. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, it wasn't canceled. That's how uh, Noel Stevenson said that's what Where she, she pictured. Where she planned it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I'm feeling good that it'll be a good, natural, fulfilling ending. So that's going to okay. be great. Um, Very important text. Similar says. vibe, another... Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, similar important, uh, or a, a similar TV show in the same vein. A vein also DreamWorks, uh, Kipo, or yeah, Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts, uh, mm-hmm. also on Netflix. It's just great. Um, it's a how do I want to describe it? Uh, it's a girl that lives underground, uh, where like society, like society's underground, uh. An apocalypse type thing has happened, so everyone's moved underground, and now there's like giant creatures roaming above ground. She gets lost in a scent above ground, uh, and needs to find her way back. Uh, and she makes some friends, and there's some giant monsters, and it's just really good, really fun. I don't know if I did a good job of advertising it, but it is great. Okay. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you like She-Ra, you probably will like this too. A uh, little bit yeah. less girl power, but, you know, it also is plenty. You know, it's not about princesses and their superpowers, which is awesome. But I think it's less girl power because there's just only three people. Valid. Yeah. 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 So whatever. Uh, it's still great. Um that probably was not a good advertisement for it at all. I really did enjoy it. Um, I watched that all in a day. It was just real fun. Um, nice. Yeah. What else do I want to watch? Uh, oh, uh, The Last Dance. That is mm-hmm. the new Michael Jordan documentary. It's going to be 10 parts. The first two uh, oh. episodes, or the first two parts of that were released last night from the time we're recording this, um, April 19th. So by the time we release it. Lisa's we'll we'll see how long that'll be. Um I have time. It might be soon. You never know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Is that on Netflix? It is on ESPN Plus, maybe on Hulu. So if you got like that bundle with the Disney Plus Hulu ESPN Plus, you might have it. If mm-hmm. you don't, it might be on Hulu. I'm not positive. Um, but it's definitely on ESPN. They're showing, okay. I think, two episodes a week. Um, I haven't seen the first episode, but sports Twitter was blowing up last night. Like, it on levels of, I mean, nothing's going on, so it's probably a little different. Yeah. But, like, similar Twitter engagement as, like, the NBA Finals. Okay. You know, like, huge. Huge. Like, everyone's talking about it. All the players, all the commentators were watching and, com- and you know, live tweeting it and... So mm-hmm. that's I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh Shit's Creek, I have time. Uh I watched a little bit of the first season. Uh I enjoyed it, just didn't really get into it. I feel like once I get through the first season, I'll just get rolling and get through the entire show. Um so I'll get to that probably after Clone Wars. And the show that I'm watching right now that's currently my favorite show that I'm watching, uh Steven Universe. Uh. I never I never watched it before. Uh-huh. Holy shit, it's so fucking good. That's what I keep hearing. I'm surprised it took you this long to get into it. To yeah, well, I mean, I never really got into, you know, the Cartoon Network stuff. Uh-huh. Not 
because I avoided it, but just because I never really got to it. I don't you were know a Nickelodeon why. kid? Yeah, I was a Nickelodeon and a Disney Channel kid. So I just never really got into it. Um, And I just I hadn't seen Steven Universe. I've seen like some memes and stuff and whatever. It just it seemed like a good entertaining TV show. I'm watching it now. It is so funny. It gets when they want to, they get super heartfelt and like they punch you in the face with emotion. Mm. It's just it also just the the consciousness about the show, like or that's probably not the best way to say it, but like how they approach things. Like they make it or there's an episode where Steven messes up and they can't like they can't save the day. And they're uh-huh. like, Well, it's you know, Stuff like this happens. It's okay to fail. It's okay to, you know, just small things like that. It, I don't know. It's just, it's great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's so great. I'm still on the first season, but there are 50 episodes in the first season. So they're only 11 yeah. minutes long, but still long season. Um, I, if I remember correctly, they had their finale relatively recently. It wasn't too long ago. I'm not entirely sure when. I think it's mm-hmm. a similar deal with Clone Wars where it went off the air and then came back for a final season. Ah. Is my guess. Not positive. Um, but I think they they are done with whatever story they were trying to tell. And mm-hmm. I just... I am so... I, I love the show so much. I like, on top of all the stuff about just all the things that the show makes me feel... The story is just building a world and building, like, planting seeds of stuff that we're going to get to in a season or two. I don't know what it is or, like, what the results will be, but I know it's... The places they're taking the show are great. So, mm-hmm. I I watch it. Just, yeah. It's so good. Nice. So good. All right. So good. So good? So good. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. I forgot to mention. I might watch Breaking Bad. Might watch The Wire. I mean, like, now's the Just time. Some levity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, when else am I going to have enough time to binge watch these shows? I really True. don't want to. I want to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when else am I going to have this much time in a row to watch, you know, the greatest shows of all time, apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, I should as a student of the entertainment industry, but, uh, you know? I mean, if you want to go and watch the greatest shows of all time and not be sad, uh, you should watch, like, MASH or something. Eh, I'd rather watch Powerpuff Girls. Valid. Yeah. Valid. <laughs> I attempted My Little Pony. That was a little bit too childish. It was coming mm-hmm. coming from me. That says something. <laughs> it's like it, it's apparently the show gets better when they actually start building the world and have it not be like the answer to every episode be friendship. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but I don't know if I could hold that. I don't think I'm a brony. That's I tried. Yeah. I tried. I respect bronies. Some of them, some of them, the ones that are inclusive and aren't gatekeepers and 
allow it to be a safe space for everyone that enjoys it, not the creepy guys that make it weird for little girls. Those aren't. Those are the bad bronies. Yeah. Those are the nightmare mm-hmm. bronies. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, yep. What was I saying? Oh, we should transition. Any other TV shows? I think that's it. I heard Devs was good. I might watch that. It has Nick Offerman. He's fun. Um, yeah. But I think that's, those are my shows. Watch Steven Universe. It's great. That's, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Movies. Movies. Well, I'm going to put a little, um, a little in-between section here Ooh. of uh, Netflix comedy stand-up specials. Oh, yes. I forgot to include because those. Those are also ones we are desperately enjoying. We're kind of just we we started picking out uh, some female comics that we really liked and just been going through their stuff. Uh, Eliza Eliza Schlesinger, she's yes. great, fantastic. She has like six stand up specials and now a, a sketch comedy yeah I, show on Netflix. Like she's got tons of stuff. I I was very close to, to talking about that show and I forgot about it a second ago when I was thinking of any other shows. Her sketch show was great. I watched okay. that. All, I mean, it's only six episodes, but I watched them all the way through. Nice. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really well done. That is totally on our list to, to watch next. Yeah. Um, a couple others. Taylor Tomlinson. Love that uh, one. Her new stand-up yeah, special she's, was great. She's, she's young and relatively new. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a new... Um, she was on like their comedy lineup show mm-hmm. and then she just got relatively recently i think a her own stand-up special which yeah. was very fun it was i i know it was recent because it was after we began working from home but before i got mm-hmm. fired so that's ah. that's the window <laughs> um so it came out like a month ago um but yeah that mm-hmm. stand-up special was great i I really like Taylor. Um, like I've seen some of her stuff before, like some clips from Just for Laughs, and that special was just beginning to end, the end. I was laughing. I thought that was the best she's done, oh, yeah. best I've seen her do. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those were the main main ones. If there were any others you wanted to mention, um, not Louis C.K.'s. He can go fuck himself. Uh, I'm enough. telling a lot of people to fuck themselves on this. I'm tired. It's yeah. you know what, but Louis C.K. can go podcast. fuck themselves. Yeah, it's he's not a great dude. I mean, I don't know. I just I don't I, I don't need to go into the whole deal with Louis C.K. But he just has never no. showed remorse for anything that he's done. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if he's ever said I'm sorry. Uh, and. Yeah, I don't know. No. I'm not going to watch that new Santa special. I'm certainly not going to pay $8 to watch it. No. it's It was, and it, it just, it felt dirty when he released it, like right at the beginning of quarantine. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to release a new Santa special. We're also going to charge more because what else are you doing? And whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Hot take, Louis C.K. sucks. Ugh, that's a cold take. He, everyone knows he sucks. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yes. Actual movies. Actual movies. Um. Cool. Uh, Ryan, why don't you start off? Because I might have seen a bunch of them already. <laughs> uh, we have been slowly working our way through the Fast and Furious franchise, mm. uh, which is a 
delightful way to make up uh it, it's it's a delightful little um insight mm-hmm. into movie tropes and just how predictable it can be but it's just in the most fun way i made a bingo card uh, after <laughs> watching hobbs and shaw for Incredible. big but yeah big budget you know action movie bingo uh so we also watched uh the most recent mission impossible movie along mm-hmm. the nice. same lines uh so i might make a bingo card for that too and work through that mm-hmm. franchise so yeah we've been doing a lot of dumb escapist type movies nice uh yeah. i have also been watching a lot of dumb escapist type movies no actually not dumb good escapist type movies because onward mm-hmm. is what i'm going to lead off with fair enough like i've seen that i saw that was the last movie i saw in theaters before mm-hmm. quarantine and i saw it again on disney plus and it's so good i love that movie um probably either my favorite or second favorite from this year uh the second favorite was the already mentioned birds of prey yep uh both of those movies are fantastic um yeah i love them both but yeah yep yeah we totally paid the the 20 dollars whatever to render buy birds of prey mm-hmm. and we got a uh, esther's friend to watch it as well because she hadn't seen it yet so nice that that's a great movie and totally worth the the money yeah 100 percent. that's that i I, I I bought that, and I'm also planning on buying the physical copy later, like Black Friday or whenever that happens, whenever we can leave. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Birds of Prey Absolutely. Great. Yeah. What movies are we looking forward to? Um, well, actually... Uh, the, or do you have more on your I, list? I do have more. I've seen so many things. Um, I just <laughs> watched uh, Trolls 2 World Tour. Oh, um yeah. So that movie's interesting because that's like really the first big release they decided to skip the theatrical mm-hmm. run and go straight to home release. Um and what they're doing is rather than like sell it for 20 bucks and then have even rent it for 5 mm-hmm. uh they're just renting it for 20 bucks for for now until things calm down. And uh-huh. I'm in, you know, their target demographic so I bought it. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> And it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the first one better. Uh, I thought they could have done more with, like, music mashups. You know, the whole uh-huh. point of the movie was the different genres kind of being their own territory. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool to see if th- or see them come together. Uh, that would have been good. Um, saw Sonic in theaters, but that also came out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know what movie you should watch, Ryan. I don't know if you have yet, but you absolutely should. What's that? Cats. Oh yeah, watch we it. We tried to watch. We tried to watch that one, uh, but it wasn't working for some reason, which is why we end up watching Birds of Prey instead. Gotcha. Watch Cats. Oh my god. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm not going to talk about it. We're going to do an entire uh, episode about Cats. Yes. It's okay. Incredible. It's such an experience. It's great. Okay. Um, so okay. we'll come back to that. Uh, yes. I'm sure there's other movies that I've seen. There's probably new stuff on Netflix and whatever that I've just watched, but I'm forgetting. Um, but 
Oh yeah, a uh, movie that I haven't seen that's on my list. Um, I have two. Neither of them look good, but <laughs> why not? Looking forward to them anyway. Uh, one I'm looking forward to. The other one has been Diesel. Uh, so why not? Um, Bloodshot, <laughs> uh, which is the the Valiant I think comics or yeah, Valiant yep. comics. Um, which I read an issue of that and I thought it was a cool premise. It might be a little bit dark and brooding, but you know. It should be fun, stupid action movie. Yep. Um, but speaking of stupid, I really want to watch Doolittle. Really? I just, it looks so bad. I just, I really want to watch yeah. it. it. Not just even look, like good, bad, just bad, bad. I think I, I think I will have so much fun watching that. That's, I haven't watched that type of bad movie in, a, in, in a minute and I want to. Okay. I know I'm alone on that. No one else has to do, has you, to watch man. that. You do have to watch Cats, but you don't have to watch Doolittle, unless yeah. I report back later saying otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so yeah, as you were saying, Ryan, things coming up. Uh, we're looking forward to. Um. Oh, do you know, or Google can tell me. Is Black Widow still being released on schedule? Uh, they pushed it back a couple times. Okay. So that's still coming out. Um, I think it might even be back to November. Um, I know they pushed it back to June. I think they might have pushed it back mm-hmm. even more. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's definitely being pushed back. Um, Soul, the Pixar movie, also pushed back. Um, mm-hmm. A little birthday present for me, pushed back to my birthday. Um, nice. Which made yep. me happy. Bond, James Bond got pushed back to mm-hmm. November, too. Um, my Spy the one we keep keeping an eye yes, on. Uh, the one that we have definitely talked about on a previous episode of this podcast to help date it. Um, mm-hmm. it uh, also, that one's going direct to Amazon, yes, I believe. It, they kept on pushing back the release schedule to try to like maximize what little profits they were going to make from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and James Bond moved like early actually I think it was maybe even February that was like one of the first dominoes to fall yeah uh, it moved from its slot in uh, April to you know November or whenever uh, and my spy was like oh there's a wide open spot in April that's perfect for our movie <laughs> so they pushed back from early March and would have been one of the last movies released in theaters to now uh, to April yep. And now it's that's not happening, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they sold it to Netflix, and that's what's going on. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix at some point soon. Netflix has not released that information. Okay, but I really want to watch it. And yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one on our list: uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was in theaters and is now on Ooh, Hulu. I've heard great things. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, which we just haven't gotten around to watching it, but I keep hearing good things about that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I want to watch it too, but I also feel like that's like a real movie, you know? Yeah. It's a real movie with like real feelings and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, I'm good with feelings. Just I feel like it's adult feelings. Yes. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I'm good with kid feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some proper like yearning and like romance in it, from what I can tell. So Ugh, yucky. Mm-hmm. 
They have cooties. Yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. Anything? Any other movies? Uh, there is add? one movie that uh I, I wanted to add to that list. I mean, I know everything's shaken up, but one movie that is still going to be released, not in theaters, but now online on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Artemis Fowl. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's going straight to Disney Plus. We can dig into that one. I'm a big Artemis Fowl fan. Uh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like I'm going to be a fan of this movie, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I think what they're doing, uh, they're trying to like balance what they have between. If they push everything back, it'll be way too crowded in a year. Oh yeah. So, so they're trying to figure out, well, how do we best release stuff now and help our, you know, help our Disney Plus. Without you know ruining everything in the future, but also still make as much money as possible because you're gonna make more money in theaters regardless. Yeah, no, I I I think moving Artemis Fowl to be a Disney Plus release mm-hmm. is probably a smart move. Um, as someone who's been following this movie for a while, uh, the the more information that we're getting about the movie the less actual artemis fowl fans are excited for it (laughs) so uh the the base of people who were going to be gung-ho to go and spend money in movie theater to see it is shrinking and so putting it on disney plus maybe is the smarter move yeah and i think after the success of releasing uh frozen 2 and onward on disney Mm -hmm. plus early i think that probably was encouraging because i i know onward was disappointing in theaters a little bit, partially due to like the coronavirus hitting just as that movie was released or really hitting America. It was already happening all over the world, but like it was, you know, social distancing, like for real started like the weekend that came out. Yeah. So, uh, that was a tough break, but, uh, you know, uh, there there are bigger problems in the world than slightly underperforming movies. But then when they released it on Disney Plus, uh, like it had a huge you know social reaction. Like, oh, this movie's great. My kid loved it. You know, it's they got all the yeah. buzz and then I assume more uh, that they wanted from it uh, from releasing it online. So that mm-hmm. worked out. And it's just such yeah. a good movie. Watch it. Yeah, and I'm glad they pushed Soul back too because that yes. one it looked. You know, it looks like it's going to be a very music-based movie, and I'd really love to experience that in the theater with like proper sound and not like yeah. in my living room on my TV speakers. I mean, I, I still am in the camp that like, I just so much prefer watching movies in the theaters than I do watching it at home. I mean, I know there's not any option right now, but like when I was watching Trolls, the opening scene, not to, I'm going to spoil it because no one gives a shit. Um. I'm cursing a lot. Damn. Uh, <laughs> the opening Arrow scene. unleashed. I know, right? I haven't been podcasting for a while. All the curse words are coming out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the opening scene of that movie uh, is like this techno concert and like it's a bunch of underground trolls cause, or underwater trolls because I guess techno is underwater. I don't fucking know. Um, uh-huh. uh, so... Rock comes and kind of sneaks up on them and, like, opens up. And as they get, like, closer and 
barge in on like the Technos party, like it gets bigger and you could tell it's like, oh, this would be cool on a big screen. And then mm-hmm. when Rock like attacks, how they do that animation when, you know, uh, what's her face? The Rock person, the Rock queen strikes her uh, guitar. It shoots like this 2D bolt of like 2D red and white bolt of light lightning mm-hmm. uh, in like the 3D or I guess the CGI 3D ish type world. And that right. I just I feel like that would have been so cool to see in theaters. Mm-hmm. Or at least cooler. Um, the rest of the movie, I didn't necessarily feel that way. But, you know, for movies like Pixar movies that, I mean, their animation is just so beautiful. And they always try to do something that, like, advances, you know, the technology and what they can do. They try to push the boundaries of what is cool and what looks good for those animated movies. I, I'd be so disappointed if they kept it as is. Which is why I was, like, hoping... For like before they announced they were moving, I was like, I was just, let's just please don't move this to Disney Plus. That's not the move. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Like I I need to watch this movie in a theater. And they moved it to my birthday, so that must mean that they were listening to my brain, which yep. is something that I fully consent to Pixar doing. So <laughs> just know for the future if they're not, yeah, you can. I allow it. I don't even need to know about it. Just, you know, as long as it doesn't hurt me, I'm good. Or even if it does a little bit. If it does hurt, let me know. But, you know, just give me a heads up. You are their number one fan. They have to keep everything tailored to you specifically. I mean, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All right. Do you have any non-movie or TV show recommendations? Uh other um, entertainment or uh, yes. ways to keep up on the entertainment industry. So uh, the one thing, I mean, video games, just play video games. They're fun. Um, yeah. I haven't been playing as much as I should be, but they're great. Um, but the thing I wanted to recommend, and I haven't started listening to it yet, but James Gunn, he released uh, Meredith Quill's Complete Awesome Mix. Oh. Yeah. So you really set on Spotify the entire Meredith Quill awesome mix with all the songs that would would, would have been on it. So mm-hmm. that's fun. I'm going to listen to that soon. Nice. Yeah. I've been uh I actually just finished up listening to my bad movie podcast of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh which I feel like I've mentioned on here before and I've definitely mentioned to errol several times but you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to sit through this again uh it's called the flop house they've been doing it for like 12 13 years now uh it's three guys uh two of them work or worked at the daily show for many years one was the head writer uh you know they're they're very funny people and they have a huge back catalog that's very fun to go through but their most recent one was uh, Bloodshot, which is why I remember to talk about them. Mm. Uh, and they, you know, they normally at the end of the episode will say, you know, instead of watching the terrible movie that we just talked about, go watch these things. And instead, they all recommended go watch Bloodshot, uh, and they kind of liked it. And they <laughs> had a guest star on there who is uh, Vin Diesel's biggest fan. 
and they spent the first like half hour of the episode not talking about bloodshot and just talking about vin diesel versus like comparing him to the rock and other people in that category of actor that sounds fun surprisingly like sophisticated discussion considering the the subject matter yeah Uh, but yes highly recommend the flop house go back through their back catalog they got tons of stuff uh very fun yeah actually i have a couple podcasts that i can recommend as well because i've been listening to a lot of podcasts um since being stuck at home um but i've been listening to uh always late or not always late with katie nolan that's the name of her tv show uh sports or sports because there's a question mark with katie nolan (laughs) i love that show um that's just i mean there's no sports going on right now but uh, at least for me, I've been listening to that show for so long. It's just kind of nice and gives some continuity mm-hmm. for me uh, just to hear. It sounds like friends talking and, you know, I get to listen in. So that's that's yeah. always nice. Katie's got a new dog named Myrtle and uh, I've seen some pictures and she's very cute. Uh, so yay dogs. Um, nice. Not to advertise other people's dogs <laughs> on this podcast. Um, also, what else? Uh uh, I think I've talked about this podcast before. Um, All Fantasy Everything. They're still going strong. Uh, nice. That's another great podcast. They fantasy draft random stuff. Um, I we copy that bit a bunch on this podcast. But always give them credit where credit is due because they're the best at this. Um, and what else am I listening to? Probably others. Oh, uh, not another D&D podcast. Uh, that's another really good D&D story. They're about to finish up their first... I guess season or story arc. So mm-hmm. getting to the end is getting good. They're fighting gods, doing all that cool stuff. So that's nice. great. Um, oh, and there's one more podcast that I would really recommend everyone listening to. Hey, Ryan, do you have any guesses? Is it Popcorn Confessionals? It is. Well, it might be. Actually, now that I have time, I need to ask Michael and Danielle if they want to bring it back. Um, yeah. I was going to even more obviously just recommend Cop Monologuing. Oh, no, that one's shit. Don't listen to that. I've heard good things. <laughs> From who? My mom. Where are they? I need to track them down. My mom says she really likes listening to me talk with you. It makes her feel, it makes her feel special. Like she She's getting well, a little peek into her friendship, even though I don't think she's listened to this podcast because I cursed a fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> You can either edit edit it all out or, you know, just warn your mother. I'm just going to warn her. No one's going to – I am I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll give an explicit label. It'll be fine. It's, yeah. You know, it's, that's what happens when I'm tired and uh, apparently my Ritalin wears off. So, you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's how this shit works. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so listen to our podcast. We have a bunch of them from before. Uh, we're just coming back now, but you know, we've been going for a little while before then. Uh, so lots of great stuff in our backlog. So check that out. Check out popcorn confessionals. Hopefully we'll be back uh, soon with that. We might not be, who knows? Um, but we have a couple great episodes there, uh, on set with Errol Koenig. That was great. That's me. Um, check those out. First sight. Oh yes. Jack's at first sight. Uh, listen to them. Uh, that's a really fun podcast. Uh, Ryan is producing that one? Yes. Yeah. So, well done, Ryan. That's great. Uh, it's 
I really enjoy it. Uh, it's two of our friends, uh, Harry and Hannah, and they talk about their uh, romantic encounters. Attempts. Sure, attempts. Endeavors. Lessons. Yeah. You know, life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We should, now that we're back, we should really do a cross promotion with them. We should. We should. We 100% should, even though I have no experience to talk about, but you know. That is an experience in and of itself. Fair enough. I will probably come in guns a blazing with all of my friends' takes, uh, or my bachelor's <laughs> takes. All of the only relationships I know about are through television and movies. So that's, um, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'll be bringing to the table. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were going to do a bachelor episode, and by we were, I mean I suggested it to Ryan to suggest to them, and I don't know what they wanted to do with it, but. I want to be on their podcast. I don't know why, but it sounds like fun. I want to be on other people. Yeah. I want to be a guest on a podcast. I've only hosted my own podcast. I want to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> we we were we were a guest on um, mm. Supergroup Presents You're that one right. time. That was so much fun. You're absolutely listen yeah. to that podcast too. I don't know if they're still going. Are they going, Ryan? They're they're not, unfortunately. They're not. Uh, that's too but bad. it was a very fun podcast. That was a very I recommend fun podcast. listening to it anyway. They have lots of great uh, stuff. Uh, in their backlog, yeah. I would assume. So listen to that. Um, what other? Oh, I was was that on my friend's podcast or radio show? I called into my friend's radio show, his uh, yep. Lafayette University School radio show. They had the phone <laughs> number on the internet. He did not realize that it worked, and I called in. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Podcasting's great. That's you know, if yeah. if you are a fan of us and want to be on the podcast. None of you have given a review. If you give a review, we'll consider it. Yeah. We got time. Or leave us, you know, in the show notes, in the oh, description right. of the show, there's that, a link, link to leave us uh, uh, questions or prompts for future episodes. Um, we have already gotten your requests for ASMR and for Eurovision. So if you have anything <laughs> unrelated to those please deposit it into the into that uh, Google form and we will take it into consideration. Yes. We will. We will do our best. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so thanks guys for listening. And thank you, Ryan, for coming back. This was a lot of fun. Return from the grave. Mm-hmm. We are here. We are here. Get used to it. Deal with it. Yeah. All right. Now for our classic sign-off. Bye, fuck, I messed up. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Jump the gun. (sighs) Bye. (laughs) 